This is The Change Zone with our host, Gail McDonald and Susan Sneath. Gail and Susan have created a space where you can explore and test out ideas to step into the possibilities and resources of the change before us. Be your best, make your best life, and bring out the best in yourself and others. So please welcome the hosts of The Change Zone, Gail McDonald and Susan Sneath. Hey folks, I'm Susan Sneath with my co-host Gail McDonald. Welcome. We've got a great show lined up for you today. You're listening to The Change Zone. We're coming to you live on Bold Brave TV Network and here we are, episode 44, Polish the Apple with Kyle Gray. Hmm. You know, the seed for this little apple was planted approximately three years ago as Kyle who is an International Coaching Federation accredited coach, both as a health coach and as a life coach, was doing something very important. He was cleaning up the furthest reaches of his pantry. And what he found there planted the seed for this show. Now, Kyle is not a stranger in the change zone. We got to get to know him a little bit better in March of 2022 with his episode, Hold Steady or Make a Change. He is someone who has a holistic approach. He focuses on three pillars, fitness, nutrition, and mental conditioning. We are so delighted to delve into this episode today, it's about the power of celebration, to raise awareness, build community, and support those in need. Before we go any further, I would like to extend that celebration to all our listeners and viewers. In Canada, happy Thanksgiving. It's a time to be grateful for meeting my friends and family and all those others around the world who have become friends and family. So welcome, welcome Gail, welcome Kyle into the change zone. Hello, my friend. (laughs) Thank you. How nice to see you. Welcome both. Mm. So Gail, how are you doing? What you grateful for today, kiddo? Well, um, I'm grateful for both of you because we're going to have a really great show today. And as you know, Susan, I'm always sharing with you the small things I'm grateful for. So to say one big thing, I'm not sure. I'm grateful that I stopped eating yesterday um, because we had... We had a big meal Saturday and a big meal Sunday, and it's like, I can't do this anymore, right? And uh, as most people, sometimes my guard is down, and I lack the discipline to have that extra piece of whatever. Um, our one, one of our family dogs actually helped because he licked the whipped cream off the pumpkin tart. That's not one that I wanted to eat, so I just let him <laughs> So it's all good. But all kidding aside, I'm just grateful, really, that um, I do live in a country where we can um, just have the freedom to speak of some some things that we uh, would like to share and just to have access to the things that we need um, without restriction and just grateful to be here and healthy and and the things that sometimes we do take for granted, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and how about you, Kyle? What are you grateful for? We're grateful to have you, but what about you? Yeah, boy, the list is long, but um, what kind of immediately <laughs> comes up to mind is, uh, you know, as you had mentioned, the opportunity to share in the wonderful Thanksgiving meal with friends and family mm -hmm. uh, is very much appreciated. Uh, so grateful for this beautiful fall weather we've been having. Oh, I can't remember mm -hmm. uh, a time in this far into October where I'm still harvesting mm -hmm. from my garden and still mm -hmm. able to enjoy walks with my t-shirt on. So yeah, mm -hmm. just grateful and especially grateful yeah. for the opportunity to be here on this uh, holiday Monday with the two of you mm -hmm. again. So Right, mm -hmm. right. Thank you, Kyle. Susan, how about yourself? What are you grateful for, my friend? I'm grateful that we are connected mm -hmm. with that. You and I dared to dive into the change zone. It's almost a year now. And mm -hmm. that we've connected with folks around the world. And we'd mm -hmm. also like to send out our best wishes to all the folks who have been impacted by the hurricanes as they have mm -hmm. hit the east coast of North America and that they have impacted around the world. We'd like to just take a moment to send you a sense of well-being and safety. Blessings to all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well said, my friend. And even though sometimes we don't say it enough, uh, we really do feel the, um, you know, the emotional impact for folks and, and try to even imagine how, how hard it must be. It, it's not even possible. I know I, it's, you know, until you're in that situation. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you so very much. Um, and speaking of bringing things up, Kyle, I noticed a really cool picture uh, that uh, was posted on social media that you actually shared with us. And um, I am very, very curious to know what you've been up to since March. We've spoken a little bit about it, but that's one of the reasons you're here today. And we'd love to hear what's been going on for you. And what were you doing standing out there with his great PowerPoint behind you presenting to folks? Yeah. What was that all about? Yeah. Thanks, Gail. Well, uh, just in answer to your question there, just kind of been doing, continuing my, my practice, my business of trying mm -hmm. to initiate and help people instigate change within their own life um, through mm -hmm. health coaching, life coaching, um, both individually on a one-to-one -one basis, but um, as you're referencing in that photo there, uh, that was a workshop. I've been um, blessed to have the opportunity to work with a group called Employability and work with some aspiring young adults who are looking to get out into the workforce and trying to work mm -hmm. with them to um, foster their uh, mental and physical health uh, so that they can enter the workforce with the right um, healthy body, health mind to just help them, give them the best opportunity to get off on the right foot and really flourish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so true, so critical. And when you speak about healthy body, healthy mind, what you've come um, with us or what you have come to us today with is going to be around that, the you know healthy aspect of a really big celebration that's coming up. And so what what I'm also thinking about, and you mentioned this earlier, is how you and Susan actually, you had that chat with her and you had the idea and then Susan came along and said, hey, how's it going? And here we are today with you back on the show. What was that idea? Yeah. 
Yeah, the universe mm -hmm. works in, in fabulous, mysterious ways. And as I've kind of, um, you know, focused more on uh, meditation, manifestation of what I want to attract in my life. And as I realize, you know, through individual coaching, you know, we can initiate change, but um, there's often such a, a current that pushes against us, right? There's, there's, we try and create healthy lifestyle habits, but we have this powerful current of um, kind of uh, so, uh, systemic problems that we have with the amount of, or, or the types of uh, foods that we're ingesting, the foods that we're exposed to. And so uh, as I manifested, how do I create change on a grander scale? How do I start to shift this culture, this system? And, and ironically, I was, this, this goes back, if we can go back about three years, was, as Susan mentioned, cleaning the reaches of my pantry. And I discovered <laughs> about three years worth of old Halloween candy that my now 14 year old daughter had accumulated. And as kids tend to do, they, they get their bag of candy, they tip it on the floor, they pick through their favorites. And then, you know, the, the less favorites get shuffled back into the bag. And this is what I think is common practice for many parents to kind of conveniently just relocate that bag somewhere out of sight, out of mind. And so my appeared or, or, or wound up in the furthest reaches of the pantry and over three years, found <laughs> probably what equated to about five pounds of old Halloween candy that I just oh. at and I thought, what a shame. What, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it, mm -hmm. it goes into the landfill, all these little individually por portioned packages. And uh, not to mention, you know, just all the sugar. You can't give this to a food bank. You can't give this for the homeless. And so I just mm -hmm. really realized it was really a, a shame. And, and what can mm -hmm. we do to try and maybe shift the culture behind this fabulous celebration. Mm -hmm. so that's, where, mm -hmm. that's, where the, that's where the idea was planted three years ago. And, and I mm -hmm. kind of meditated on it. I thought, how do I foster this change? And mm -hmm. the answer started to come to me. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, I need a platform to be able to talk about this idea. You know, it's a little bit idealistic. I shared with many people. They thought, that's a great idea. That's a big change. We're never going to be able to, or you're never going to be able to initiate that kind of change. And so I, mm -hmm. I manifested, I asked, you know, what's a platform that I can start to share this idea that maybe it can start to catch on. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't long after that I kind of put that idea into the universe that Susan contacted me and followed up to my previous <laughs> appearance and said, hey, how are you doing? And I said, you know, I've got this idea. And so here we are today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And Susan, I'm curious to know, about that conversation and how that actually went with Kyle and how you reach out and you know what was that all about because I think I was busy that day I didn't get the invite in my email so hilarious <laughs> you know I've been doing uh different meditative practices to to shut off what I call the apps in my mind oh, and again Kyle is saying how do we mm, create our intention so I had been doing my early morning practice and just sitting with it and going, okay, what are we doing? And then as I was in the place of stillness, Kyle's face popped up. And I just went, well, actually, I'm busy now. I'm clearing my mind for the benefit of the universe. And I wait a bit and then pop, it comes again. I went, okay, all right, I've noted it down. So when I'm done my meditation, I thought, you know, I, I do want to know what's up with Kyle. Mm. And so I called Kyle and immediately he says, oh, wow. 
And as he tells me his idea, and I said, yeah, bring it on, because my background's been actress. We, I would work with playwrights who were just getting an idea out. That's how we started largest fringe theater festival in North America. Wow. On its feet. Let's try Mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. And Kyle told me, I thought, you know, we work together, but we have to come from a place of self-awareness and we have to be still or we won't hear those messages. So that's what I took from it, that I was very happy that I was still enough to hear the message when I like, oh, I got, and I'm accustomed to that now, I'll get someone's face in my mind and I'll just go, okay. And then in this case, I was just delighted, just thoroughly delighted to be in the right place and to have received the message properly. Right? Like it's, it's. It's no more magic than knowing where the switch is to turn the light on in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love Talk that. Talk about that stillness and it kept coming back to me, you know, this idea was kind of planted and I thought, wow, that's ridiculous. That's a big change. And so I would sit down in a contemplative practice, you know, a week or a month down the road and then it would mm-hmm. come back to me again. And I thought, well, if it keeps popping up, it keeps coming back. There's, clearly mm-hmm. something behind this, this message. And, and you know, mm-hmm. if, I'll just, if I can give a quote from Gandhi that I like, um, it's uh, you may, or, and I think I'm paraphrasing maybe here a little bit on it, but it's, mm-hmm. you will never know the results of your action, but if you take no action, there will be no results. And so I thought, mm-hmm. well, I need to put this out here. How do mm-hmm. I put this out here? And, and look at that, mm-hmm. the universe said, okay, here you go. Here's an opportunity. Yeah. Susan phoned mm-hmm. up and, and here we are. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And it's so true. And often on the show, we've talked about that. Without action, there how can there be any results? Mm-hmm. And what gets in the way of that? And then when I, um, I discovered from the both of you uh, about the conversation, I went, woohoo, I'm in. I'm, let's do this. This sounds great. And we'll find out how that all came together uh, in our next segment, because the three of us really have really come together, embraced your idea, Kyle, and find some merit in it. And I just love how we came to that place. So we're going to share that with our with our audience uh, in um, a couple of minutes. We're going to take a short break right now. You are live uh, in the Change Zone with Gail McDonald, Susan Sneath, and our special guest, uh, Kyle Gray. And we will be right back on Bold Brave TV Network. See you soon. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease. Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. 
radio show host and coach John M. Hawkins reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back to The Change Zone, everyone. I am Gail McDonald, along with Susan Sneath and our special guest, Kyle Gray on Bold Brave TV Network. And Kyle, without further delay, we are really anxious to hear and excited to hear of this idea that you manifested. So let's hear it. <laughs> well, thanks, Gail. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess this idea isn't unique to me. I guess these ideas are always mm -hmm. they're floating around in the universe. And I just happen to capture and hold on to it. So, um, and I guess fitting this time of year as we're, you know, into the second week of October, closing in on Halloween. And so this, you know, as we uh, talked about in, in my finding, uh, this the discovery of the mass of Halloween candy, um, it really kind of got me thinking about this is such a fantastic tradition in Halloween, you know, both adults and kids alike get the opportunity to shed their masks or, or wear masks for some of us who, um, you know, go through our day-to-day -day lives, maybe wearing these masks, uh, literal and figurative masks, to take them off and mm. express ourselves for who we truly are, or to dress up as our favorite superhero or, you know, our <laughs> favorite villain, you know, it's just such a fantastic time. And now in this day yeah. and age uh, where these, decorations are fantastic the inflatables the new lights I and mean, you go around mm. the neighborhood it's crazy absolutely brilliant mm. and so i think halloween has so much to offer but mm. kind of this elephant in the room there's this dark side to halloween that is this distribution of sugars of these manufactured processed sugars that we now know well that we now know but it's really come to light now of how detrimental this is to health outcomes you look at the incidence of diabetes metabolic disease, heart disease, you know, just that really stems a lot from insulin resistance. And it's not to point the finger at just the candy we get from Halloween, but in general, they say that about 75% of the processed foods in our grocery store now have added sugars. And it's not just to make them hyper palatable, but there's a lot of these hidden sugars that push that kind of evolutionary button within us that make us crave more and more. And so when you look at the amount of sugar that we're ingesting uh, just through the foods that we're eating in the grocery store, and then you compound that through the celebrations of added quantities of mass amounts of sugar, it just seems there's got to be a better way. So as I sat and I thought on this is how do we change this? How do we take all the great things about Halloween and just kind of make them better, improve on it? And so the idea, the concept that I had was, so uh, I was looking at the statistics. They said the average household of four in Canada spends about $75 on Halloween candy. It's, maybe I'm cheap. That seems more than, than I typically spend, <laughs> but, but apparently that's the statistical average, about $75 per household of four. So 
Rather than go to your local grocery store and buy $75 worth of candy for distribution, what if you were to get some kind of a digital currency? We're living in an age now where the old fiat style currency is going to be on its way out. Looking at cryptocurrencies, digital currencies, the technology is there. Also, same with near field communications. You think of your credit card where you tap your little tip and instantly funds can be transferred. So what if you go and you give the grocery store $75 and instead of candy, you get $75 worth of these digital credits that get loaded onto some kind of a digital device, whether it's a smartphone, whether it's a, you know, an iPad. And then you get a number of digital bracelets that, a, that your child could wear. And so little Johnny or little Jilly goes from door to door and, and rather than collecting candy, they outstretch their arm, their digital bracelet, and the homeowner just basically taps that bracelet and transfers a digital credit onto this bracelet. And it's anonymous the amount. You don't want you know, to have any hard feelings because I can't afford to give more than the next person. So you get a little beep to acknowledge, yeah, there's been some funds transferred onto this bracelet. And so mm -hmm. little Johnny or little Jilly goes door to door and amasses credits on this bracelet. And at the end of the, the uh, Halloween, the trick-or-treating session, goes home and has an opportunity to log on to the computer with the assistance of their parents and see, okay, you've got, say, $50 worth of credit amassed. And mm -hmm. at that point, little Johnny is going to be given the option. Maybe, you know, it's been said, suggested that about one in four children are now hungry as they go to school. And as we're looking at inflation rising, it's getting increasingly difficult for parents mm -hmm. to put enough food on the table for their children. Rather than go to the grocery store, maybe little Johnny's dad says, Johnny, you did a great job. You collected $50. Let's go to the grocery store and get you a little bit of candy, a reasonable amount of candy. Mm -hmm. And you know what, little Johnny, times are a little bit tough right now. Maybe we can allocate a portion of that money to buying some healthy whole foods to put on the table for our family. So little Johnny gets his little bit of candy and he gets to feel like he's contributing to his family. Or mm -hmm. on the flip side of that, maybe the family says, you know what, Johnny, we're doing very well right now. Here's an opportunity. Let's go to that grocery store. Let's get you a little bit of candy for your hard work, a reasonable amount. And let's use the balance of that fund on there to give back, to give back to the local food bank or some local charity. And then little Johnny gets to enjoy the candy and get, gets to enjoy that feeling of giving back. And kids get to learn how good it feels to contribute. And then um, at the end of the day, you know, the grocery stores get to have the benefit of having these children come in, um, you know, buy their candy. They'll get, continue to get food sale, whether it's, you know, lunch food items, maybe mm -hmm. it could be even art supplies, craft supplies that the grocery store would carry just to avoid all of this money and resource going in to these processed food manufacturing companies who are already incredibly influential, incredibly powerful, and start to utilize this generosity that people have to start mm -hmm. to give back to the families who need it or give back to the, to the needy. And so that was really the essence of the idea is you know, utilizing this um, celebration of going door to door, but then mm -hmm. giving back and, and, and giving kids the opportunity to help their family put, healthier types of food on the on the table or give back to those communities or those within the community who really need it most via a food bank or i know mm -hmm. uh susan i think you had suggested even the fpca there's so many charities that could get on yeah. board 
And, mm -hmm. you know, this was, this has been done. This, there's, this opportunity was done through UNICEF boxes and the children collecting, but obviously there became a safety concern with children walking around with money around their neck. And yeah. so we kind of got away from this and it's all been about the candy, but I, I really think the technology is there right now. We've got this, mm -hmm. you know, these digital currencies that are just waiting for the right platform to launch. We've got this near field mm -hmm. communication technology that, you know, it's, it's, doesn't require a ton of infrastructure to do a simple tap and transfer these credits and just avoid all of that waste going to the landfill, avoid all of that excess amount of candy going into children that, you know, either gets eaten by the parents or goes to the <laughs> landfill. Um, and so that was really the essence of the idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I that's pretty powerful, tech. Kyle, for sure. I, I, yeah, I sorry, Susan, tech. go ahead. Okay. I love the high tech aspect. I mean, as we've been through COVID, we've gotten, I know in Canada, we had our digital IDs up so that you could scan. Mm -hmm. As you were talking you about go. the digital currency, I know mm -hmm. even UNICEF now has a runathon before mm -hmm. Halloween, and mm -hmm. you can tap to, uh, to uh, people can pledge and tap mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. gain access. So this is so doable. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and a lot of people enjoy creating mm -hmm. the apps. Mm -hmm. I know little oh, kids mm -hmm. are, are starting even to, I've seen some of my nieces and grandnieces and nephews have started gathering, you know, don't give me any birthday presents. If you'd like to give towards some funds, I, we can go and, and uh, make a donation to the SPCA, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. kids, the same way that they are getting in tune Mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. uh, they're highly allergenic anyway mm -hmm. right yeah uh, highly allergic i mean yeah. highly allergic yeah. to sugar to to mm -hmm. wheat to so many things yeah soy is a big one too started to have started mm -hmm. to move away from mm -hmm. ingestibles mm -hmm. however what i'm loving about what you're talking about is it's it's moving past mm, uh, the, 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 the gimme to how yeah. can we turn it back? I love that process. What do you think about that, Gail? Oh, I love how you said, you know, the gimme, right? And um, I have a belief that all children enjoy giving in some way. And some people may have seen that video on social media where that little fellow uh, during COVID, he went to a house and they had a, a bowl in the driveway, like a lot of people did, or on the lawn. You just help yourself. And so he looked in it and it was empty. And he took his loot and dumped it into the bowl. So mm -hmm. other kids coming after him could um, could uh, enjoy the, the, the holiday. And perhaps if we were to model more of that for kids that awareness that they have about that deep need that they have to give and share joy would be able to come out more but when we indulge um humans and especially the little ones then they have the mentality kind of shifts a little bit it's like oh i gotta just get sacks and sacks of this stuff because i'm gonna eat six of these chocolate bars 
and then I'll forget about it because I'll feel so sick. I won't want anymore. And then they'll end up in the cupboard, just like Kyle's daughters did. Right? <laughs> and we've all been there. We have yeah. all been there. And for many years, I have secretly wished um, in some way for a, a change, not to be the Halloween Grinch, as I've been called, um, but <laughs> to, to um, just balance it out a little bit have more of the, the, the giving and giving back, uh, sharing, um, enjoying some, some sweets. You know, we don't want to say, well, it's black and white, no more candy on Halloween. There would be a revolution. Um, but to still, how can we enjoy it in other ways? And how can we be more inclusive with the, uh, the young ones uh, or any trick-or-treaters that have um, a health condition? Maybe they can't eat sugar. Maybe they are allergic to peanuts. I mean, goodness, no. So so what are some of the alternatives? Um, and Kyle, there were some things that you had mentioned. So um, I'm wondering what you could share with our audience about some of the other things that um, kids might enjoy that maybe isn't always so focused around the candy and won't end up, end up in a, a landfill. Yeah, I mean, there's so much power and creativity they talk about, you know, people get an opportunity to express creativity are typically physically healthier, mentally healthier, higher mm -hmm. income earning, right? And so, like I said, uh, you know, it could be going to the grocery store and using this for healthier food options for lunch, or maybe there's something within that grocery store, you know, it's, it's a craft, arts craft kits, a paint supply kit, right? Something that gives kids that opportunity to express their, their creativity. And uh, mm -hmm. just to go back to some of the 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 financial metrics of how this works I and mean, we're not talking about an insignificant amount of money generated by halloween you know we had talked about this before the show um halloween is in fact the second highest revenue generation revenue generating commercial holiday next to christmas that's astronomical wow. yeah um, what's the yeah. statistic here in uh yeah. 2019 pre-covid uh, in a report by uh, that was validated by Stats Canada, $560 million was spent in the month of October alone on Halloween candy. That's just with yeah. Canada, $560 million. You have to take a minute there to absorb that one, Kyle. That's, that's yeah. impressive. So yeah. uh, I'm Susan Sneath with my co-host Gail McDonald and most wonderful astute Kyle Gray. You're listening to The Change Zone. We're coming to you live on the Bold Brave TV network. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to EasySense.com and learn how, with your help, we can fight these horrific brain disorders. That's EasySense.com to learn more and help support the Broderick Foundation. Did you? 
know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limited beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening, uh, like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, two days at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Welcome back, folks. I'm Susan Sneath with my co-host, Gail McDonald, and the wonderful Kyle Gray. You're listening to The Change Zone. We're coming to live on the Bold Brave TV network. Wowzers, Kyle, you really painted a picture with that last statistic. Um, and so... It's not like we're trying to take the fun out of Halloween. However, what I would like to know is where do you see this going next, Kyle? How spread it out for me, my friend. Yeah, to just touch on your point there, I don't think this is a matter of taking the fun out of Halloween. I think there's the capacity to just increase what Halloween is. And uh, mm -hmm. Gail, you had shared a fantastic article um, prior to the show, just on some of the origins of Halloween. What I didn't mm -hmm. realize is that Halloween used to be this celebration that was really about community. It was about uh, both adults and children, you know, joining in uh, parades in community celebrations. And somehow over the years, this got shifted towards more towards children that largely revolved around candy, the distribution of candy. And so I think if you've ever been to one of the pride parades, there's so much fun, the colors, the floats, the, you know, and, and we see this uh, at Christmas, the, the Santa Claus parade. And I just think there's this opportunity to showcase the, these beautiful children with their costumes to get out, to really kind of emphasize the, the decorations, the lights. And Gail, I know you had also mentioned that there's been years in the past where you as the Halloween Grinch actually shut your lights off because you couldn't support this distribution of candy. You're well aware of the damaging effects. So I, I know for a fact in, in kind of conducting some random polling that there's many people that do that, just say, I can't get behind this. So sure, I'd love to see these children come up to the door. I just can't support this. And so they black their houses out. But here's an opportunity to decorate your house, to give back. And it's, it's ironic that some of the most generous people, you ask kids, what houses do you like going to? It's the ones with the, the full-size chocolate bar and the full-size pop. So <laughs> most generous people are doing the most harm, right? So let's yeah. give those people who want to be generous an opportunity to give large, knowing that yeah. through their, their contributions or their donations, yeah. this is either going to be used to put or an opportunity to put better food on the table for those families or to give back to charity. So I actually think this will, if nothing else, increase the spend. If people know that they've got an opportunity to do well by their what they're giving to these children as they go toward the door, people are going to be inclined to actually be even more generous. And so I think with the right mm -hmm. momentum uh, that this could surpass Christmas to be the highest commercially revenue generating holiday, but we'll, yeah. you know, we'll get there eventually. 
And yeah. that's a good question, Susan. You know, I think it starts with an awareness and there, there is going to be mutiny from the children if they think their candy is going to be reduced. But what a great opportunity to instigate a conversation. And this is why we need to do this. You know, we are really good at coming together as a community in the face of immediate crisis. You look at September 11th, you look at the Boston bombings, the amount of community and coming together in the immediacy of the crisis was overwhelming. But it seems like because this is more of a slow rolling crisis, people aren't bonding together. So yeah. I think the next steps are awareness and saying, we need to do something now. We need to come together and say, no more. This has got the capacity to be something greater, but it really requires us. It requires awareness. And so mm -hmm. I think it's going to require participation on the parts of grocery, uh, grocery distributors, grocery stores, mm -hmm. on, on parts of politicians, right? To start to get this awareness, to start to create campaigns around this. And so I would invite um, people, you know, my uh, contact, my website, my social media will be attached. I'll announce that at the end of the show. And so if you tag me and just maybe with the hashtag fix Halloween, the more people that we can get to hashtag this fix Halloween. And if those numbers, that awareness or give it a simple like and that you know, mm -hmm. attention, the more attention we can draw to this, the more mm -hmm. that these grocery producers are going to listen and say, yeah, maybe we'll be willing to invest some money in this infrastructure. The more mm -hmm. that the politicians are, and maybe that we're willing to give this some recognition and just start to give bigger names uh, to give more clout behind this initiative. And so I just mm -hmm. think it, it, it starts now with this awareness and support mm -hmm. and, and lend you know your comments if you think if you want to poke holes in this fantastic the more holes you can poke in this the more mm -hmm. solutions we can come up with is to, is to make this move forward and mm -hmm. so I, I think you know it, it starts now with the the seed every beautiful plant and tree starts mm -hmm. from a seed and here the seed is planted and enough people listen mm -hmm. to this and say you know what this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would be willing to give more to these beautiful children if it didn't involve distribu distribution of poison, uh, effectively poison. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I would just invite people to, to reach out to me at their social media, through my website, through my email address. If you mm -hmm. agree with this, fantastic. You know, mm -hmm. Lend support. If you say, hey, this is going to be a problem, let me know so that we can start to work mm -hmm. on solutions for this problem. Mm -hmm. There we what go. What comes to mind is how things have changed over the years. I remember mm -hmm. wearing plastic costumes, <laughs> right? Having, Me having too. a plastic coffin co costume rather for my children, and yeah. really hoping it would be so cold out that the plastic would freeze. Yeah. Right? And, and then they had the mask, the plastic mask, which was a little sweet. Yeah. And, just together. and then yeah. we've got cloth costumes. Mm -hmm. We've got makeup that you can put on the face that is not full of lead and right. we have places now that recycle used costumes and you can get them so that all the little ones and the adults can mm -hmm. enjoy that thrill of being dressed up there's one place called mm -hmm. spirit halloween that mm -hmm. takes costumes into hospitals mm -hmm. and for the children's wards they take in makeup and they let these little ones take their mind off where they are and let mm -hmm. them move into another creative space. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. there have been some wonderful changes. However, what I love about what you're talking about, Kyle, is you're keeping up to date with possibilities. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, Gail? 
Well, I just really felt Kyle's passion as you spoke about it more and more, Kyle. Like I could just feel how truly passionate you are about this and for for the right reasons. And I love how you've extended the invitation for people's ideas because all ideas are good ideas because they help us to see the different perspectives and then land on something that is going to work for the greater good for the greatest percentage of the population. Not everyone is going to embrace and love the idea and that's okay. That's okay. Everybody gets to choose, but uh, I am really excited for you that you have come up with this. Um, I would also like to reflect on not being the Halloween Grinch as much as what that's been like over the years, because you had mentioned, you know, turning off the lights. I did that. However, a couple of years in my defense, I had a really bad dog that bit people. And it was difficult to, uh, I had to tire up. Oh, it was just, uh, it was like, I just couldn't, it was too stressful. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. And so um, Susan, you were speaking of um, costumes and um, there was so much fun with these certain costumes. They were, uh, my kids were Skeletor and He-Man. And um, I'm thinking Adam Scorgi, uh, one of our previous guests, would love that because he's really, you know, He-Man is his hero. Right? Um, <laughs> so I had them made and I didn't really ask what the price was. And this was back in the 80s. And so I went to pick these two costumes that were sewn with muscles and then they had to be stuffed. And then the lady said, "This that'll be $90. And I went, Ugh. I had no idea. And I'm like, that's the last time I'm ever doing that. Right. Um, but uh, so I do, I do embrace it, but it's like, it's just it's like you, Kyle, it's that push and pull of I'm giving the candy, but I don't really want to give that much more candy because kids get so much candy. How can I switch it? And I, I don't really have an answer for that um, or didn't up until you came in and shared that with the audience uh, and until that seed was planted for you. So I really want to thank you so much. Um, and I'm wondering which perhaps um, grocery store is going to be looking for you to support some kind of idea as to how they can get involved. I'm so excited to see what the next year will bring for you with this. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 Lots to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so then what, mm, in in terms of, of bracelets, have you looked into that, Kyle? What have you been looking? Uh, how, do, how does your daughter feel about this? You must have mentioned it to her. What does she think about this idea, Dad? Yeah, well, when I first pitched the idea of not giving candy, uh, as most kids would react, she was not a fan of that idea. But then when I suggested <laughs> Here's an opportunity for you to cherry pick. You can go to the grocery store. You can go together and you can pick a, a select amount of the candy that you like the best so that we're not wasting all this other candy. You know, I think of those mm-hmm. the hard taffy ones that break your teeth that just about every kid fires back into the bag. Um, <laughs> and when I suggested to her that, you know, we wouldn't spend all the proceeds or all the proceeds might not be spent on candy, but maybe putting some healthier food options. Yeah, she pushed back a little bit on that. But when I said, okay, well, the other alternative would be to give these credits to the food bank who can then 
pick and nice. choose what they need to bring back. And that's when the light bulb went on in his head. She says, I like that idea. So I can have my candy and I can give back. And that's the idea she could Ah, Beautiful. And, I love that. Yeah. And so I, I just, I, I think, as you had mentioned, Gail, like it's not often intuitive for children to understand the power of giving but you open mm -hmm. that door a little bit and they get to learn that feeling and then that starts to mm -hmm. compound and then everybody starts maybe getting competitive. How much did you donate? How much? And give some recognition ah, yeah. opportunity, right? Through social yeah. media and just start to give recognition to those highest contributors and, and really yeah. start to let, let everybody know how generous the world really is when you give them the right opportunity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we do really get what we're looking for. Right. What, you know, yeah. bring about what you think about always. It's that law of reciprocity, as John Asperian said, and, you mm -hmm. know, the karma and the universe saying you've got this and you've got all of that going on for you, Kyle. And I do believe because this is coming from your heart that this will at some point in time uh, find you and there will be supports for you. So I'm just so very excited that um, you're here to, to share that because there are alternatives and we're not Grinches, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'm a bigger Grinch than you guys. I don't know. I can't speak yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Gail McDonald. We're going to take a short break right now. And uh, I'm here with Susan Sneath and uh, Kyle Gray. We are live in the Change Zone on Bull Brave TV Network. And we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, Unlock Your Full Potential with Limitless Growth, published by iUniverse. Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality? But it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating. Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a flow inside. Yeah, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Welcome back, everyone. What a show it's been today. It's just gone so quickly. So many excellent ideas. 
We are in the last segment of The Change Zone on Bull Brave Tea Network. I'm Gail McDonald with Susan Sneath and Kyle Gray, and we are talking about Halloween and making some changes and other ideas and where it came from and all of it. And so Kyle has planted some excellent seeds today. And Kyle, we'd love to hear a little bit more about some of the ideas that you have uh, and and where people can reach you to um, give their thumbs up, thumbs down, yay or nay, and get this ball rolling for you. So what might be some of the other things that you think might contribute uh, to uh, um, to this whole project that you're you're looking at launching? Yeah, like I, I think, as I said, just that awareness piece, right? Getting people to reach out and just give some feedback on this, good feedback, negative feedback, whatever it is, just an opportunity for people to give us something to work with would be would be ideal. Um, if you find yourself as one of those people who are really find this addiction to sugar, and as soon as you think of this idea of reducing the candy, it's probably more applicable for the children that sends that warning bell. Well, I, you know, I don't want to do this. It's not your fault. Like we are through evolution hardwired to become addicted yeah. to, this, to these types of foods. And so um, <laughs> one of the best things you can do is just limit your exposure to it. I know now uh, through decreased exposure to refined sugars, you, you start to find that simple fruits take on a whole life of their own. When you have an option and you eat uh, an apple or a candy bar, I don't know if you've ever, if any of you do the little happy dance. When you see someone eat sugar and they kind of dance around a little bit with a chocolate bar, you don't tend to get that with the apple as much because the sugar just hits that much harder. It hits the bloodstream, drives that blood sugar up. You do the little happy dance, you, feel, you, you crash, you feel terrible afterwards. But yeah. if you start to reduce that exposure just by not mm-hmm. having it around the house and you start to gain a greater appreciation for what fruit mm-hmm. is. I'm now at the point where multigrain Cheerios are my or my sugary <laughs> snack. I never in a million years would have thought that I don't ever eat it at breakfast time, but that's my guilty pleasure in the evening. I have a bowl of multi yeah. sugar Cheerios yeah. and I, could, I do the sure happy dance now because I've reduced my <laughs> sensitivity to it. So it, it's a process. You know, you got to just take your yes. time, uh, wean yourself off, to limit your exposure. There's, you know, really one mm-hmm. time out of the whole year where I find myself eating these chocolate bars and that's Halloween because I bring it into my house. So help me, help me not bring it into my house by starting to create <laughs> this change. Uh, so I don't have this exposure anymore. Uh, yeah. So yeah. When we start to feed our gut microbiome with healthier whole food options it, it not just right. impacts our, our physical health but also our mental yeah. health the better you feel on the inside um yeah. both mentally and physically the easier mm-hmm. it is to start making better choices moving forward so just have that mm-hmm. awareness and don't shame yourself or beat yourself up it's going to be a right. process you're going to take steps forward you're going to take steps back that's how oh, we yes. learn how we grow and so yeah just, weather the storm uh, don't beat yourself up be kind to yourself and mm-hmm. really the power is in uh changing this systemically mm-hmm. right this isn't going to come through individual mm-hmm. changes it's all of us coming together and saying you know what yeah. we're going to stand united in this movement towards creating this awareness towards shifting some of this the culture behind this tradition uh, for the betterment of everybody mm-hmm. And Kyle, um, I'd just like to say as well, before we uh, ease into our wrap-up, and Susan, I think both of you had mentioned something to do with the, um, 
you know, people stepping up in a crisis, you know, 9-11 and the, the hurricanes, and we, because it is a crisis. But if we take a look at how our, our North American diets have changed over the decades, it is a crisis, but it's a silent, slow-moving crisis. And I heard this saying long ago that the human will do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. And so until such time as really our feet are to the fire and our running shoes are melting, we may not choose to do anything. So, you know, that's that it's that human condition. It's like, well, I'm feeling fine. And, you know, then 15 years later, here we are with a medical condition, perhaps from, from a poor diet. So um, that was just a, a last thought I wanted to share. And Susan, I know you also had some input to what we might be able to do. And I just want to thank you again, Kyle, um, for bringing a very bold uh, topic here today to us. So thank you. Uh, Kyle, I, I just wonder if you could share your website. You mentioned thank you. you yeah, yeah. So uh, all my links to social media will be through my website. So it's just uh, www.kcgtriad.com, www.kcgtriad.com. Or you can email me directly, kyle at kcgtriad.com. I'd love to hear mm -hmm. feedback on this um, and just have an opportunity to advance the conversation. And you're also on LinkedIn. I am. Yeah, you betcha. I, I can find you on LinkedIn just with Absolutely. your name, Kyle Gray, mm -hmm. G-R-E-Y. I found right. some other things. Uh, looking at the way people over the years have been contributing, one is called Site Night. And you mm -hmm. can look that up and you can find a link where people donate used eyeglasses for folks mm -hmm. who don't have that. Could be around the world. If you're mm -hmm. having a Halloween party, they have the admittance be a can of, of uh, canned goods. And also the free costume shops and such. So again, I just thank you so much for opening our eyes on how we're celebrating. And this takes us to episode 45, Celebration by Design with Doreen Kylie. She's a celebration specialist. She has an ability, Doreen does, to reach inside of people. In this episode, Doreen explores missed opportunities opportunities to shine and how to embrace optimism. What if it works? Kyle, what if it works? We wanted to help make the world a better place by connecting people with good people who are making a difference in this world. We thrive as we highlight tips with wisdom, ideas we've all shared, and how we've started to integrate these into our lives. You can connect with us through our website, changezonetalk.com. Creating the community that celebrates change. One conversation, one story, one game-changing idea at a time. Everyone is welcome in a change zone. This has been The Change Zone. The host, Gail McDonald and Susan Sneath. Come join the conversation each week and reveal how our sense of personal space, habits, purpose, and people shape our destinies and our comfort zones. Everyone is welcome here in the Change Zone.